0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's that time. It's time to talk Week 18 in the National Football League. I'm once again joined by Bill in Florida. Bill, Week 17 is one we won't soon forget. Your thoughts on the week.
1: Uh, everything just ended up as a blur. I do know that, you know, I did kind of beat you again this week. But, you know, when you see... Damar Hamlin, you know, hit the turf in Cincinnati, you know, it, everything took a a backseat to life in general. And I'm just glad that as we record this, he's doing better. And hopefully, you know, all the signs are pointing to the right direction for him getting the recovery. Um, But I'm looking forward to week 18. It's going to be a wacky week. Who's starting, who's sitting, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So it's going to be an interesting week and I'm ready to talk about it whenever you guys are.
0: All right. I can't wait. Uh, but yes, I do have to give you props, Bill. You beat me head-to-head again. I had, I was so frustrated Sunday night. I was like, that doggone Bill, he gets me every single time. I deserve to win that game with the Ravens and didn't get it done. Um, but uh, you're correct. It is going to be a crazy week because as we record this, there are even still some rumors out there that they could add an eighth playoff team in each conference. Now, it sounds like it's not the most likely scenario, but they could go that direction because they're not going to make up the bills in the Bengals game. Uh, AFC championship could be on a neutral field. You could have a decision between the top seed of whether they want home field advantage or if they want to buy a lot of crazy stuff. So we're going to give you the best handicap we can based on the knowledge we have, but I do have a stat that I'm going to share before I get to my picks and we start per bet labs teams that need to win in the final two weeks Playing teams that are eliminated are 57, 95, and four against the spread. So my first thought when I look at a game is, hey, this team has the motivation. They win and they're in the playoffs, but not so fast. Once again, those teams in that spot playing a team that's already eliminated from the playoffs are only covering 37.6% of the time since 1990. So that'll be a trend on my card. But, Bill, I'm going to kick it off to you. You have the honors. Lead us off with a winner.
1: Well, let's go to Saturday first. And I think we're going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs headed to Las Vegas and playing the Raiders. And the play here is I know in every one of his podcasts before this, he says, when in doubt, play the first half under. Well, this is where I'm going to shy away from that. And I'm going to play the over the first half total of 24 and a half points. Andy Reid, I think, is going to want to preserve all of his skill players i think they're going to play in the sec they're not going to play in the second half i think the the chiefs go out there they get a large lead over the raiders i don't think they matter if they don't really care if they win or lose but i think it's going to be resting i think the play is the under the 53 on the whole game but the play officially for me is over the 24 and a half points in the first half
0: Interesting take. At least we're not on opposite sides there. I'm not playing the first half under. I'm actually going to play the Raiders plus the 9 for the game against the Chiefs. Um once again, who knows who's going to play, how long, but this is a rivalry. The Chiefs won the first game 30 to 29. If Devontae Adams plays, which he was on the injury report, but he was a full participant in practice, I believe on Wednesday. He needs 111 yards receiving this year to set an all-time career high. Single season mark for him. That's a little crazy to think. He played all those years with Mr. Rogers, and it could be in Vegas he sets his record career high. Then Josh Jacobs, pound the rock, feed him the ball. He needs 152 yards rushing to break the single season record by Marcus Allen. That'd be a big number for a Raider fan. So the Raiders found a way to lose a ton of games this season, but only one of those losses has been by double digits. This game is the first game back for the National Football League. After the unfortunate injury on Monday, all eyes are on this one in a standalone time slot. I think the silver and black keep this one interesting. I'm on the Raiders plus the nine over the Chiefs.
1: I like that play. That's going to be a good play. It's going to be a fun game to watch on Saturday. We can and both my win, next,
0: Bill. That's the key. We can that's both That's the win. thing.
1: That's the thing. It's going to be great. The, the next game I'm picking is that Saturday night game, Tennessee traveling down to America's team, Jacksonville Jaguars. But I'm not taking the Jags. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans to cover that six-point spread. And the reason I'm going to do that is because King Henry, I did a little research, King Henry averages 105.3 yards against Jacksonville and over 110 yards in Jacksonville. So I think that game is going to be a lot closer. I still don't think that um, Trevor Lawrence is going to play really good at home but i think they're going to run the ball both teams are going to run the ball but i you know the um the titans are going to be better off running the ball with king henry so i like the tennessee titans as road underdogs at the 6 points at jacksonville
0: i'm in shock <laughs> um i wrote two paragraphs ready to refute your pick because i thought for sure you'd be on the jacksonville jaguars here uh, Bill and I are going to agree on the Titans plus the six I'm with them Jags won the first meeting 36 22 Titans have six straight losses which is crazy to think of but the Titans D has held playoff teams like Kansas City Cincinnati and the LA Chargers to 20 points or fewer I kind of think the defense will step up against the Jags I know the Titans don't have a good offense I get that but like Bill just said King Henry is back I like that factor and maybe we have a future trivia question here. How many playoff quarterbacks spent time with three different teams in a single season? I know the answer. It's going to be Joshua Dobbs. I not only like the Titans plus the six. I actually think they win the game. How about that, Bill?
1: I think they can do that too. I know. I I hope it doesn't happen. I'm still pulling for the Jags to pull to pull it out. But you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Braybell got some. Guys, some little bit of rest last week. Kind of sneaky. He didn't play a couple players in the second half to get them a little bit of rest. But we'll see. This is for the a- AFC South. It's like it's a it's already a playoff game to both these teams. So we'll see. So now this game would have meant more last week if the Panthers would have beaten the Bucks, like they actually kind of should have. But the Saints are hosting the Panthers, and they're three and a half point favorites at home. The Saints are really playing well right now with Andy Dalton. And, you know, their defense has really stepped up the game. I really think they want to play it well at home. They got to sell season tickets for next year somehow. And I think they're going to beat the snot out of the Panthers. I think it's going to be a bigger difference than the three and a half point spread. I think it's going to be a blowout. And I like the Saints with the three and a half point home favorite.
0: I'm going to trust your opinion on that one. I'm not touching that game. I'm going all games with playoff implications. So I'm actually going to take the Rams on the road plus the six at the Seahawks. Uh, Once again, see my stat earlier that teams that need to win are only covering 37.6% of the time since 1990. I don't like the pick either, but I'm playing it. Um, Seattle delivered for me last week and they cashed easy against the Jets winning by 17. Rams were absolutely crushed by the Chargers 31 to 10 last week. First meeting, Seahawks rallied to win 27-23. I picked this game back based on that stat once again. Pride, opportunity to eliminate a rival from the playoffs. Both teams played lopsided games last week. That's it for me. I'm on the Rams plus the six.
1: See, I like that game. I think Baker Mayfield's really playing well. I think we finally found a notch for him in the NFL. Now you're talking about rivals and you were talking about divisional rivals. That's the next game I'm going to go to. It's the Steelers hosting the Browns. I don't know if you've seen the the news clippings or anything, but Miles Garrett says we do not want the Pittsburgh Steelers to get into the playoffs beating us. That's a lot of there's a lot of lot of um there's a lot of dissension in between these two teams. And I really think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna lose this game. I think Cleveland you know Deshaun Watson's been playing better with lately they don't have really anything to play for except to keep the Steelers out of the playoffs but the play here is the under the 40 and a half points i still don't think either one of these teams can are capable of scoring 20 points or more especially in the weather conditions i think this is a 17-14 game i think they're going to both going to run the ball i don't think i think i don't think the Steelers are going to trust uh, Kenny Pickett to throw and I think you got you got Nick Chubb probably one of the best running backs out there. You got um, you got the Steelers who can run the ball very effective with three different people. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think Cleveland's going to win this. I really believe that this is going to be an upset in some people's heads, but I really think the play here is the under 40 and a half points for the game.
0: How about this, Bill? We're playing the same game again, and we're not disagreeing. And I actually think you might be on my side because I'm playing the Cleveland Browns plus the two and a half at the Steelers. And if I haven't mentioned it yet on this podcast, since 1990, teams that need to win against teams that have been eliminated are only covering 37.6% of the time. Not sure if I'm getting that stat out there enough, but I'm going the Browns plus the two and a half. Uh, what surprised me about Bill's commentary there is I reached out to four or five people this week and said, give me your top play this week in the NFL. Every single one of them told me the Steelers. I had the Steelers circled at first after they beat the Ravens. But Mike Tomlin, as we know, never's had a losing record. Pittsburgh has won six of eight, including three straight. I'm laying less than a field goal. This just appears too easy. I got a lot of friends on it. For that reason, I'm going the Browns. I agree with Bill. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And the Browns have actually won two of three, including, including against the Ravens and the Commanders. Like Bill said, there's bad blood between the Browns and the Steelers. Spoiler opportunity against a division rival. I think Cleveland wins it outright as well. I'm on the Browns plus the two and a half.
1: And we're going to play, we're going to the last game of the season is the last game I'm playing on my list. It's going to be the Packers getting four and a half against the Lions. Now, by the time kickoff goes, the, the Lions might be eliminated from this um, game already. They might be eliminated from the playoffs already. But I think Dan Campbell is a master motivator. I think because it is a divisional rival, I think he's going to have them motivated to to beat them up before they get into the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is playing like Aaron Rodgers a before and like I said last week I don't think he's one of the few people I would never tell that I would count that out. Those young receivers are getting better every game, every week. Their defense is playing really well. The two-headed running backs that they got back there, Dylan and Aaron um Aaron I can't remember his name, but uh, AJ yeah, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are both playing really well and I really really believe that the Packers are the most dangerous team going into the playoffs. I don't know who the second the second seed might not be might be the Vikings if they win this weekend, which is a different conversation. But who knows? I just think that Aaron Rodgers is playing like Aaron Rodgers of old. I think that four and a half point spread is a good spread for him. I think they're going to win the game and I think they're going to cover that. But I think it's going to be a really great game to watch. And I know Dan Campbell, it could be tighter, but I'm really putting my neck on the line for Aaron Rodgers, which I'd never thought in a million years, I would say.
0: Not so fast, my friend. You and I are going to disagree <laughs> on this one. It's good that we're going to disagree on the final pick, and I can't believe that you're throwing all that love and flowers at Aaron Rodgers. You've told me all all year long how much you hate the Packers. I thought we were friends, Bill. We both hate the Packers because I'm a Viking fan, and here you go picking the Packers in Week 18 <laughs> against me.
1: I feel um, like I know you an yeah, apology. I'm playing the Lions I'm sorry. Plus the
0: four and a half. And oh, by the way. If Bill's right and the Seahawks win earlier and the game doesn't mean anything to the Lions, don't forget that stat I've provided about five times on the podcast, okay? Because it will come into play here as well. Uh, But Bill's right. Lions have won seven of nine. Dan Campbell has them fighting. They actually won the first meeting 15 to nine. Last week, the Packers scored a lot of points. I get it. They had a kickoff return. Interception return against my Purple. But this offense, yeah, maybe they're a little bit better, but they're still a low 20 offense. I think this one's decided late on a field goal. I just like Green Bay. Give me Detroit. Go Lions. I don't fear the Motor City Kitties. Detroit plus four and a half for me.
1: I like there that. We, go. we ended
0: on a feud there, Bill. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We could see. We could see. What do you think, though? Do you think the Vikings are going to play for the second seed? Or are they going to rest everybody and hope what? to lose to whoever Justin Fields' backup is? I don't even know who that is.
0: Yeah, so uh, before we recap here, Bill, I, I I think the Vikings are locked in against the Giants. I, I think that's a that that's a for sure thing. Uh, we're going to get the Giants in the first round, um, and uh, that'll start the path for the Purple. Uh, the road to the Super Bowl uh, will be against the Giants, and I I believe in Kirk Cousins. I keep saying that every night when I go to bed. I believe in Kirk Cousins, regardless of what happens. I keep saying that. Uh, we have the weapons, and uh, watch out for my Purple. I know. A lot of people like obviously the Eagles and the 49ers, but uh I think the Vikings will have something to say about that.
1: Well, I what think the Eagles Bucks? are gonna you lose. Think this make a week. Playoff
0: run? I,
1: I wouldn't count Tom Brady out of it. I wouldn't tell him that, you know, he's they're not playing any starters. They got a chance to get Ryan Jensen back. They've got a chance to get that offensive line, you know, back healthy. Every everybody's getting healthier. Their um their secondary is getting better. I think they've got a great shot. As long as they make the dance, who knows what happens.
0: Well, and I, you know? I saw an interview with Sean Payton, uh, which I didn't realize this stat. Ugh. Division winners that finish 500 or lower are actually four and two in the first round of the playoffs winning straight up. Oh, I thought that was hmm. an interesting fact because it is sometimes very interesting. this division winner is terrible. And Sean Payton was talking about how his Saints had to go to Seattle the year the Seahawks were seven and nine. And they got beat in the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, if the Bucs get in, like you said, you get a chip in a chair. You never know what happens. Exactly. Uh, so, Bill, why don't you recap your five picks for Week 18?
1: Okay, my first game was the Chiefs and the Raiders over the 24-and-a-half in the first half. Tennessee going down to Jacksonville, getting six points. I like them to cover that, but I like the Jags to win out outright. Panthers going down to New Orleans. I like the Saints at a three and a half point favorite home. I think they're playing really well. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Really, really tough game to pick, but I like the under the under 40 points in this game. Under 40 and a half points. Sorry. And I also like the stinking Panthers to cover their the stinking Packers to cover their four and a half point spread at home against the Lions.
0: Now the Panthers have a lot better chance to cover against the yeah. Lions than the Packers do. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. My five. I'm on the Raiders plus the nine against the Chiefs. I'm on the Titans plus the six at the Jaguars. I'm on the Rams plus the six at the Seahawks. I'm on the Browns plus the two and a half at the Steelers. I'm on the Lions plus the four and a half at the Packers. I have never had a card like this where I'm playing four road teams and all five are underdogs. But don't forget that stat, only 37.6% of the teams that need to win against a team that have been eliminated have covered since 1990. So that's my closing thought there. And then uh, don't forget, I have added another contest on Better Edge for week 18 in the National Football League. It's another battle royale, 50 extra dollars added to the payout, $5 entry fee. So please sign up for that. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone